0: Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a packed day for me, but no, no, stop! I'm not talking to you. I'm not. We're not. That's fine. I'm not talking about any of that stuff. Please go in the pool. We're about. We're technically we're recording now, so you're on. You're on the recording, but
1: this is the intro, by the way. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Royal Path. I'm your host, Andrew. I'm here to talk to Cyprien and Father Turbo tonight for as long as I want to about what do you guys... I don't have a question set. So what are you guys listening to right now? What's music have you guys been jamming on recently? Um, There's
2: been a, this neo-new wave of British metal band, like
1: NNW... B-O-M. heavy British Metal, yeah. yeah. Neo New Wave, right? Um, double N. Double N.
2: Um, Witch Hazel.
1: Witch Hazel. Dude, yeah. you shared them. It's so good. It's so good. It's been, it's been great. It's, well, it's been really, really great. Sippin, yeah, you got to awesome. talk now because I got to add them onto the, the playlist.
0: <laughs> you know what is so weird? It's funny that you bring that up or maybe it's like perfect that you bring that up my life has been strangely which is actually notable it's been strangely devoid of music over the past like three weeks i don't know what that's all about it's very very strange
3: Hmm.
2: it's not strange no tell me Mm, no um I have found that going in, in, it's very hard to go deeper into certain things. And I mean, music's great, but it it can really kind of like cloud the noose and get you like easily distracted. Um, And so often like if you're in a heavy season of prayer trying to make some movement, that makes sense. Also too, when there's a season of preparation um like something's coming you know you'll feel that need for like radio silence pun intended hmm. so you know in my case um i've been needing a little bit of extra mm, so you think about witch hazel is it's uh it's They're very christian, right what's that
1: are they christian
2: yeah yeah it's christian really good lyrics um and it's a much more um it's much more it's much brighter than what I'm used to um you know I'm pretty doomy and, and the minor stuff and it's just been kind of like what I've needed because I've been in an interesting season um so I just find that like things kind of come to you when you need them you snack on them and then you know if you're paying attention and, and just staying plugged in and keeping your your hand to the plow um you know you take your breather you wipe your brow you put the put the snack down and you you start plowing again so um i anticipate i probably will have radio silence probably starting you know tonight tomorrow i i mean um i put on some warpath music tonight um before we started so the witch hazel has been good it's been giving me some you know like i said it's been a little snack but um Yeah, I just think those movements, I've observed them. So I don't think it's that strange, at all.
0: You know, I also have had, like, today is really the first day. It's interesting. Like, now it's getting me to think, I'm glad you asked that, Andrew. Like, you're like, you didn't have anything prepared, but I'm glad you asked it. Nice. Like, I don't know if you could tell last week, but my voice was kind of weird. Like, it's recovering now. Mm -hmm. I had, like, a weird... Like I I don't know, I wasn't sick or anything. I've never had like a laryngitis thing, you know, like that. Sure, I'll strain my I've strained my voice before and then, you know, but this was like something weird going on. And like I really I like to chant my prayer rule, you know what I mean? And like then we then we have, you know, when we have Tipica here and all of that, like I couldn't, I couldn't chant, I couldn't sing. Still I'm having a really difficult time with it. Um So there were times when my prayer rule was like almost, almost silent, like last week, you know? And it's just like, and then no music as well. And it's like, wow, I'm just noticing that. So yeah, something's going on, but I did, but I I had this feeling of like, when I come out, what's that? What is it? Buckle up. I know. Well, I had this feeling like, okay, whatever this is, when I come out of it, so, like it's going to be like four to the floor like time to go right now this is the feeling that i've had as this has been going on mm-hmm. Yeah, very
2: mm, yeah. weird uh, i mean a lot of stuff is happening right now a lot of stuff is happening right now big big shifts are happening um oh i mean they have been um for, like, obviously the last two years, big shifts are happening, and uh, the lull and the quiet that everyone's been experiencing, it's about to come to an end, so.
3: On that note, Andrew,
0: <laughs> Andrew what are you listening
1: to? Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, um, Well, you know, I've been on kind of like a radio silence thing, too, for probably like the last six to nine months. And it, I I can just tell what it is, what it like. And in that time, like I kind of always just listen to the old standbys. Like I probably got like five or seven, like five or 10 artists that I always kind of been just jamming out to always. Um, but uh, when I first kind of started to realize that I couldn't listen to music all the time anymore, like, um, a couple of years ago or whatever, uh, a couple of brothers from the church who have been into ambient stuff for a long time got me to some ambient artists. And that's really nice to have on, on the background. I've noticed I have this like real love for like really like smoky, noir-y jazz. Um, that is like, there's this playlist on YouTube called like One Hour of Doomer Jazz. And it shows us like, npc smoking in a taxi like with like the new york like some street in new york like whatever behind them um i've been really into that uh then there's these stupid little like youtube channels where it's like a radio is playing in the other room but there's crickets and stuff like i oh
0: yeah i know those yeah those are cool actually
1: i love having those on at work we have this big stupid flat screen tv in my office and I just like sometimes while I'm doing data entry, but um, aside from that, and then the odd here and there like, last two days it happens to me probably once every couple months. I've been really digging into uh, Mashoga again. Uh, it's like I don't know what it is, but they released a new album not too long ago. And I wasn't, su- I liked the one before. I wasn't super impressed with it, but this one is really good. And this one, I don't know if you've listened to it, Father. I don't know if you keep up with Meshuga, but... Not really, I haven't heard it. This one is very, like, Um, I heard a story, and I won't go on and on about this, but I heard a story that the lead guitarist, I can't remember the dude, that usually is not writing, he's, like, writing the... Well, whatever it's a very much a back percussion like it's like a tom heavy album it's very chuggy it's very like in all mashuga is but like this one's very much like it it, i was getting this real picture this morning when i was listening to it on the way to work and this is where i'm at because i'm listening to mashuga at like 10 o'clock in the morning on the way to work but it gave me this image of like orcs like Marching to war with like, like slamming on toms, you know, it's like these big, okay, big twin towers. <laughs> <Two> Andrew, towers.
0: <laughs> keep, yeah. keep that image in your mind because I told you guys that I had something that I wanted to share.
1: Yeah, let's r- from it. today, grip it and rip it, bro. I'm, I,
0: I'm gonna share it, I'm just gonna share it because everything that has been said up until now. <laughs> I'm, I think this is appropriate. I think but, this is very appropriate. Okay, so here it comes. i my
1: whole seat, but I'm just sitting on the edge right now. So okay,
0: it. get ready, because here it comes. This is today. Yeah. Let's just go ahead and watch, and watch and look at... I was like, is this real life, or am I looking at something from a movie? But here we go.
4: Can we hear this? Oh, no. here we go. Let to me start move. over. And now America must choose to move forward or to move backwards, to build a future or obsess about the past, to be a nation of hope and unity and optimism or a nation of fear, division and of darkness. MAGA Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on Chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. But together, together, we can choose a different path. And now America must choose to move forward.
1: Is or to move Nothing backwards
4: to build a future or obsess about the past to be a nation of hope and unity and optimism or a nation of fear, division and of darkness. Maggie Republicans have made their choice. Oh, wait. They Did embrace anger. Yeah, it repeated. Yeah, it's they repeated. thrive yeah. on okay. chaos.
0: Okay. They live
4: not in the... Yeah, so,
0: for, so for the Spotify, because we've been getting way more... We, we've been getting a lot more Spotify listeners now, and it's just, listen. I just want to, if they haven't seen this, I don't know where this is. I have no idea. But President Biden is speaking... In front of like the, I guess it's the presidential flag, the American flag, but the background is red, yeah. and there are two soldiers. I guess those are Marines in dress uniform.
2: No, you mean Imperial Guard. I was exactly say. Um, exactly
0: standing yeah. behind him. I was when I saw this. I was like, has it has an American president ever had it? I'm looking at this aesthetic and I'm like, that where are we? What what just happened? What just pick, happened?
2: I mean, pick your choice. Well, we've begun the descent into B for vendetta with the Chancellor. That's what it looks like. Yeah. And that look, that's on purpose. Like the
0: thing is that's that's a set that somebody was like, yep, that's what we're using.
1: Yeah. It kind of looks like a TV set. I mean, it does look like a movie.
2: set. kind of besides the point, the ominousness, the showing that we're ready to engage with violence, the, the showing that we, we too have our strength. I have. We are the strength of the armed forces, the federal government. We are, you know, the empire, however you want to look at it, you know. Mm-hmm. The color is the use of red. I mean, you're talking about Republicans, the Democrats. Obviously, the Democrat color is blue. But you look at this, again, the Hegelian dialectic, and this kind of like transposing of- but,
0: but father, Father, forgive me, have you ever seen the president of the United States use a red background? It's no, always blue. The executive, is, uh, the government, it's always blue.
2: Yeah, yeah. They, something, they, something comes, there's a synthesis that comes from this.
3: Right, that these- <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, that's.
1: Well, I, we go ahead.
2: Andrew.
3: I'm
1: sorry. Before we start this, because it's important, I don't know what that word means. That Haley the Dialectic. Haley dialectic. Yeah, some, what
2: essentially, that. what it is, it's 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 two. It's the const- the construct of two opposing sides to create a a, a, a synthesis. Mm. So you know, you put the the left and the right, the red and the blue, the black and the white against each other intentionally. To create a synthesis you know it's it's the whole through it's all are doing the royal path it's like you know these things these two opposing sides are all and i know it's a tired trope for some people but it's just it's becoming increasingly increasingly more important to understand it um because the provoking that's being done with this message is precisely what's needed to energize you know the quote unquote right and then there's going to be a volley back and forth and what comes out of the chaos and the shadows you know, is, is order, right? Um, and uh, the order, you know, our, the left, President Biden, he's not going to bring that order. It's going to be something different. He's just, the, he's just the, the finger provoking.
0: Well, think. yeah, they're they're setting up, like it's like purposely. Let's make this dude into a cartoon villain to pro- yep. to provoke someone out of a sense of justice to yep. do something. Yep.
2: Yep. And the the messaging on you know propaganda, subliminal level, all those things. You know. Yeah, it's pretty serious. It's pretty serious. Mm. So, orcs beating drums and <laughs> yeah.
0: But it's but it's such a a different. Um,
2: it's shocking.
0: Most, I mean.
2: Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's shocking to to see it, and it's one of those things where like we talk about it all the time. We know it's coming, but it's one of those things. Still, when you see it, it's kind of like it's like everything else. It's like yeah, I believe in heaven. You see a miracle working icon. It's shocking. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I know the demons exist. Blah blah blah. But then like. You wonder
1: why you're all pissed off.
2: Then when you see them just causing complete utter chaos around you and just people just becoming, you know, demonic NPCs, they're like, oh yeah. It's shocking sometimes how overt it can be. It's just, and I think that's really key because, um, you know, there's, there's this phenomena. This may sound kind of interesting to people, but it's kind of like, you know, there's, there's people who like train in martial arts and, and everything, and it could spend a lot of a long time doing that. But it's not uncommon to hear someone like freezing, like in in their first fight, like their first actual fight, and I don't mean sparring, like they actually get into a street fight. This it's a common phenomenon, of someone freezing, you know. And then you'd say, "All oh, this time of preparation, blah blah blah." Like, what really happened, you know? And um, I would say this is kind of like one of those things, like. It's difficult. I think that this is talked about in war biographies too, um, with all the basic training, the boot camp, all the stuff, and then someone hits combat and they freeze, you know? And I think that's a whole thing we've never really talked about, like, what that looks like, you know? It's just, you can only prepare so much and you have to recognize that that's, that's kind of what happens. You know, there's gonna be people who, are uh, really get behind it and they're like, yeah, I, I'm gonna hold the line, meaning I'm not gonna. I don't want to fall to to the right. Let's say that's the easy temptation right now. Like that's the obvious one. But when push comes to shove, what happens? You know. Um, so.
0: Because it's very easy to say, especially in this situation, if you're not if you're not aware and you haven't been preparing yourself for this to come, it's yeah. very easy to be like, well, I mean, look, yeah. right? It's like look. You want to see who the villain is. Like, clearly this is the villain, right? Like, there's no question. That here's, here's the villain, and yeah. we need to react in a way. We're the heroes. That's the villain. So let's go attack the villain.
2: Yep. Mission accomplished.
0: And that's the setup.
2: That That's exactly. I mean, this, the scripting of what was said, it couldn't be more cartoonish in its gregariousness. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, ugh.
0: And I think also a fear, so it's it's this weird game being played mm-hmm. where where what's being asked of people is to like is to act because they're going to act out of fear. So it's like here's the villain, the villain is talking about me, right? It, it's straight out of E from Vendetta. Mm-hmm. So clearly there's a target on my back.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So like so I need to form the resistance or whatever it is bingo right like it because if i don't form the resistance something horrible is going to happen to me but the 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 reality of it is no 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 the whole game here is for you to do something dumb
2: Mm -hmm. that's right it's just like whether it was the bully on the street or the cop on the street or the whoever in the street, you know, saying something to provoke you, like to do something that, I mean, that's, that's the name of the game. And, you know, it's kind of funny. I I want to give people credit, actually. I mean, if we go back over there, I mean, definitely there's been ample opportunities at least since 2015, if not before, where it's just like, yeah, I got to give it, I got to give credit where credit's due to quote unquote, you know, our countrymen. Um, it's almost surprising things haven't popped off to a greater degree, right? I mean, that, I mean, just think about all the riots. And I mean, it was so absurd, right? Like, no one in their right mind thought that that was about racial justice. You know what I'm saying? Um, Black people didn't think it was about racial justice, you know? So uh, the fact that, like, the country kept as calm as it did, I mean, I... You know, this is where I wanna be um, not optimistic, but I I think, you know, this is where I lean, I have to lean more heavily, God willing, on on being, you know, a quote unquote Eastern Christian. Like, I believe in the the fundamental goodness that God created man with. That doesn't mean we have common sense, (laughs) but I think, and and this is the thing that, that, you know, I I wish I could try to get people to understand, you know, I have found, and this this might be wildly unpopular, I have found that people for the most part, um, the average person is somewhat decent um, or at the very least cowardly or they don't wanna get involved, right? So, um, you know, I, I think that this idea, whether someone thinks that, you know, under every rock, um, past Colorado is a is a racist just waiting to, to shoot a black person, or whether you know uh, every person who who isn't wearing you know cowboy boots in a truck is like you know a uh, communist transgender like you know what I mean like whatever the caricatures are. Um, I think at the end of the day, people kind of just want to live their lives and and see past that, you know, and you see it because um, this is a common thing for a lot of us. um, I can't speak for everyone, but for a lot of us, our experience was whether it was here in Kansas City or talking to other people, um, you know, like during the riots, quote unquote, the the BLM riots and stuff, you know, it wasn't people in the neighborhood that was doing that. It was the people in the neighborhood coming out and being like, what are you doing? Like, get out of here. Like, you're ruining, it. you know what I mean? It was the woke college students. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to watch my words more these days. It was the, but I have to just be frank, to call out for what it was, you know, it was the, the quote unquote white liberals, <laughs> you know what I mean? Who were, who were behind most of those, most of the things. And then obviously you have your opportunistic um, criminals. That's mm-hmm. just what they are. Um, so so yeah, I mean that's that's like a real thing, and 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 also too, um, you know, I'll I'll call it out, right? Uh, it was the same thing with the Charlottesville stuff. I mean, it's people who spent a lot of time on the internet, not not checked into real life. Yeah, have no real have no real experience mm-hmm. of the world outside of you know their own little hometown, whatever, and again their, um, their kind of um, feedback loop on the internet, and, and whatever, you know, kind of false world that they've created. And then, you know, bad actors, people who had already been involved with certain movements for years that were those movements founded on fear and, and hatred and all that stuff. So yeah, I mean, okay, great. Were there some good, upstanding, just normal Americans? I'm, maybe, I guess, but like, largely, that's what compromise that's that's what largely what comprised of uh that quote-unquote you know riot uh and so both sides are you know these extremes the people in the middle the people in the neighborhoods the neighborhoods of charlottesville and the people in the neighborhoods of wherever there were riots they just wanted to live their lives man (laughs) you know what i mean um
1: i have a question well First, before the question, I saw this video <clears throat> to kind of speak to Father's point, and I don't. The video is what it is, but it's some young conservative white dude who's walking around a college campus dressed in a caricature of what a Hispanic person would look like, like sombrero, like a fake mustache.
2: Like, like, does this costume offend you? That one?
1: What's that? Yeah, and there I was like that is offensive. That is, a, and he's talking all these. That is a that is cultural appropriate. People are walking like ripping a sombrero off and stuff. And then he walks into a Hispanic neighborhood. He's like, What do you think of what I'm wearing? They're like, Oh, you look great. They're like, Oh, we don't care. Yeah. They're like, Oh, he's like, Is this racist? Like, No, it's not racist. Like, we don't care. And my buddy, uh, Nino is a great guy. He's Hispanic and, uh, he is the dude that he cracks the most jokes and his like belly laughing at like this, like stuff that I'm even like, that's kind of, that's kind of dumb. Like, but he's just dying laughing. He's like, it's true. Mexicans do love tacos. And I'm like, we get it. Nino. Like it's, it's not really that funny, but actually my question is, somebody actually asked this a long time ago in a comment. I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of how to phrase this because it could potentially come across as like um, uh, maybe sanctimonious or elitist. But somebody asked what causes like a, what's the difference between like a person who is quote unquote seeing what's going on and a quote unquote NPC? Like what cause, like why does there seem to be These people, a large portion of people who are completely average, nothing really that off about them. If it were the 80s, they'd be dressing as though they're in the 80s. If they're 70s, they'd be dressing in the 70s. But since they are the time that they're in, they look at the magazines. This is the way I dress now. This is the car I drive. This is the way I act. These are the views I have. As opposed to like, and this is where the pretentious or, yeah, pretentious or elitist attitude comes in. Where it's like, there's people, I guess, who are like us. Or we are emulating something different. You know what I mean? It's not that, You do you see what I'm saying? I'm trying to so say question, it in a way. I don't understand. What's the question? Like, how, the question, what's the difference between? Well, the question is, what's the difference between an NPC and a person who sees what's going on? But I'm trying to couch it in this term of like like
2: defining for people out there who don't know what npc is is that what
1: is that what no 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 let me try one more time i'm gonna give it one more shot what makes it what's the difference between a person who ends up being an npc who just believes what they're told their entire life blah 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 and a person who questions the narrative like what what's the difference like what's like is like why
2: like what how about this do you mean what causes someone to wake up
1: sure that's it that's it i think that's probably good yeah. But does so is that possible for everyone? Yes, okay, that's okay, that's kind of one of the ways I wanted to get at. So, if
2: you're a human soul, if you're a human being, you've been endowed with the image of God, right? Which is your, your human soul, sure. And because of that, until you take your last breath, there's always hope. Um, there's always the opportunity. Now, we can get into a whole interpretation about the mark of the beast. Um, and the mark of the beast. You know, lowercase m and lowercase b versus cap. You know, uppercase m, uppercase b. Um,
0: what's the difference between those two?
2: So, there has been the mark of the beast. So, if we remember that, we should understand eschatological events, things that are about the end times, you know, um, prophecies, the end times, the book of revelation. Um, one thing that we can definitely, you know, put the stamp on is understanding these things are cyclical. So things will happen in a, in a,
3: in a cycle and that cycle always has
2: that potential to become uppercase, the mark of the beast like the final one right so antichrist the same thing hitler was an antichrist nero was an antichrist you know blah 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 um there were there was a time during the soviet um, regime and where um, the church members of the church began to succumb to what's what was called the living church, the Sergianists. Those who were were secular have the, had the external trappings of the church, but it, you know were touched with the sophistication of the communist party in the world. And those people, those churches exist today in spirit. You see them. Um, you can taste them. You can tell. And so, anyways, at this time. Uh, I saw this great account uh, and it's just one. it's the one I can bring an example, but it can bring up many. It was off of the Gregory Takapa-like channel. but you know essentially the story is how there was a priest who was these two priests were living together or something to this effect. And the one priest is kind of like normal, you know, not really given over to anything, just part of the church serving. And then at some point in time he begins to say, Well, I'm gonna go over to the Soviet church, the, the living church, the state church, because it kind of doesn't matter, whatever. So in the story he begins to talk about how there was these changes that were somewhat imperceptible. It wasn't necessarily like shaved off the beard or these things, but kind of like a little switching out to like, well, what do you mean the Soviets? Well, what do you mean this and that? Right? The more of this just taking on. An acquiescing to the system, to the beast, and, and and bearing that mark in the mind. So the fathers talk about like St. Andrew Caesarea, and other fathers who make uh, patric- you know, these patristic commentaries on Revelation about the mark of the beast being, you know, acquiescing in the mind, but also in the hand and works, right? So this is one way to understand it, but the thing that people get tripped up on is they think that it has to be one or the other, but it's both, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so, um, and so th- there's been these moments where people have sold out Christ, even though they're quote unquote Christian because they, they wanna get along with the system. They don't wanna be ostracized. This is what happened with people. I- I'm sorry, I'm just gonna say it. I'm not saying that if you wore a mask or if you did whatever that you were given the mark of the beast in the sense of there's no hope for you. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that there was an acquiescing to the spirit of of the time, of the age, and that spirit is only growing. And it's not the spirit of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the spirit of a Christ, lowercase c, but not not Jesus Christ who's the head of the church. That that was not from Christ. Christ did not ordain that. Christ did not bless that. The world imposed that, and that's fine. You know, some people had their ideas of, you know, uh, run and live to find another day. I don't really, I'm not gonna debate it. You know, we're three years in. And I guess if you're listening to this, you kind of already know where you, you already know where we stand probably, um, but if whatever. So, um, but I would say this is an example of these little acquiescings. And that's why for some of us, for me, I'll just say on the record, I made a decision Based upon my conscience, whereas like I had to, I drew a line at like, for my parish, I was like, no, there's certain things I'm just not doing, because it had nothing to do with the clinical science of something. It was the spirit of, of what it was representing so, the mark. Would you,
0: would you say, Father, that the when you when you talk about you know the taking of the mark in the mind and then in the hands through Works. work that mm-hmm. that person becomes in a way like an infernal icon of the eschatological mark at that point like are are they then are are they embodying or are they an icon of that final mark
1: Just what, what real, is- real quick father escalate eschatological i'm sorry it, it it is referring to the end times right the end times eschatological yeah, yeah. yes okay
2: so So I think a better way to say it is that um, there's always a potential. And so the potential is, do you, this is why this idea of like, I'm just gonna live now and like, it'll work out later, like it's very dangerous. Um, This is why being authentic is, is the key thing. What does it mean to be Orthodox? It means to be authentically a a disciple and a member of the body of Christ that that's what it means authentically not when it's convenient i'm not i'm not orthodox and i don't have a certain position you know on sunday or at the men's group and then i'm different at the bar or i'm different wherever that that's not it it's that 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 is the spirit of antichrist because it has no problem switching in and out right that that's not That's not what it is. That's not what it means to be authentic. The whole purpose of our tradition is that we become authentically bearers of the image of God fully, not just image, but also likeness. And in that likeness, that's where the authenticity comes. Everyone bears the image, not everyone has the likeness. And so in order to acquire the likeness, you must become authentic. You must be that. You can't pretend to be courageous. You have to be courageous. You can't pretend to be merciful. You have to be merciful. You can't talk about prayer. You have to pray. That's what it means. And so the system is always looking to say, that's okay. You can do that too, but do this. Oh, that's okay. You can worship your Jesus. Just give a little pinch of incense here. That's okay. Just give a little pinch of incense to Jupiter. No problem. So the problem is, of course, as we all know, because people don't see marble carved statues of Saturn because they don't see, you know, little gold. (laughs) They think that that's idolatry and they just go like, they roll their eyes and they go, okay, spare me. No wonder Joe Biden's on a hot one. You know, this is, this is, this is what they say. This is what they think, you know? Um, and so, like, what happens is, is when, when someone begins to give themselves over to that, I would just say to someone, um, is there, like, are they done? No, because I, there's plenty of people who have repented of that. Here we and go. Is, yeah, right I here. mean, yeah, right? There's plenty of people repented of it. And, I mean, that's why... You know, calling out to everyone, if you can hear my voice, um, it's not about the muddy middle, right? To, to walk a road path is the harder thing to do um, because we have to leave room. And we have to make sure, like, that we remember it's not the flesh and blood you're wrestling against. So your Aunt Minnie, who's just as woke as can be and just whatever, um, The temptation is just to just want to murder her in your mind, to just discount her, to just not look at her as human anymore. That's a temptation and you have to resist, period, you know? Um, Or maybe you're on the other side of it and it's your uncle Joe who's got the don't tread on me flag, the MAGA flag, the MAGA hat, the whatever, and you just want to see him as just this whatever and the temptation is, it's like, oh. How can Uncle Joe wear a cross and pray and still wear it's like, you, you gotta you, you gotta be careful because that's part of the trap. And, and I know I know for a fact some people are struggling with this because I read something not too long ago somewhere and someone's kind of making a comment. <laughs> it's a separate thing. I don't really want to get into where I saw it, but I could tell that not that it was aimed at, what, at our project, at what we're doing, but this, the spirit, and this idea of being like to fall into the trap is a problem, you know. And they're kind of a, you know, "quote unquote" orthodox guys, "quote unquote," saying like, "No, nah, we're vanquishing our enemies, homie. Sorry." And it's like, like you don't know what's, you don't know whose spirit you're of.
0: Yeah, and who are your enemies? I'm right? really I... we, if we wrestle not against flesh and blood, then like.
1: Oh, Cyprian froze on a very cocky little smile. <laughs> I, um, I'm really glad.
0: Uh, that- oh, you, how are you going to vanquish? Oh, I froze?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was good, though. You're like, it was like it was a good smile. Um, I'm really glad. I could tell that there's definitely been like a shift in the, the tide or whatever. I'm really glad that we're not, uh, that we're addressing both sides Um, because we, you know, to the credit of whatever this uh beginning at least probably for me anyway, there was some antagonism towards the left, probably more so than the right and I think like what father said, if there had been a break, you know if things really came down to it I'm looking at both sides, ones with the my body, my choice, you know shirts on and they're all masked and I look over at the dudes with the guns and the crosses, I'm probably gonna head to the dudes with the guns and the crosses and I'm You know, it's
2: yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm glad you're saying like, don't get me wrong. Like. We said this before, don't get me wrong. Like, clearly, obviously. Right. I mean, for us, it's like, you know, I I see that, but like.
3: um, The zealotry.
2: That is can be comforting to someone who's just, we've talked about this before, the zealotry that, that can be assuring and comforting for someone that is just rightly, rightly disgusted by all of the just abhorrent and very demonic practices that we find in the left, it's totally understandable. I mean, it's totally understandable, right? Um, but it's like anything else, um, for me, right, for, for me, um, and and this is it, it, I'm trying to be tongue cheek or trying to be cheeky when I say this. It's the harder thing. The easier thing is just to just throw your hat in with like what feels good, what's comfortable, what's right. But but I can't do that because there's a there's a trap there. I mean, it's just I don't know how else to I don't know how else to put it right. And and the thing is, is like um, we have to really we have to really understand that
3: because look. Um, there's a book, um, my battle
2: with Hitler, I think it's called Dietrich von Hildebrand. It was like the first one He's one of his, he was a Roman Catholic theologian scholar in one of his claims to fame. He's like, think He was like the first one, like, um, exiled to Austria, like early, early.
1: Did they make a movie about him?
2: No, I don't think so they might have I don't know I'm I'm not sure but the the thing in reading him and and so my godson if (laughs) I guess that's what people come here for right like like all the woo-woo stuff but like my godson gave me that book totally unrelated to um forgive me was it when was Trump elected 16? 16 2016 yeah he gave me that book I want to say end of fourteen, right? Getting into fifteen, and like the conversations we were having had nothing to do with like Trump's campaign. It was just completely separate, right? And I remember reading it, and I remember what he's talking about, Hildebrand's talking about in regards of like the quietism of the Catholic Church and like how it really facilitated like it was a quietism don't say anything and just bit by bit you know the church was subsumed into the movement it, just like what we're talking about it made sense right it, like they saw the points that Hitler was talking about
0: family, family and the, yeah. All of, yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah and and the the particular minority class that <laughs> that Hitler rallied against you know it's not like, there were things that they saw and agreed with, you know? Um, and, and, and so we know how that kind of ended up. And, and just so we're clear, it's had long, far-reaching effects. Um, we don't even have to get into the cool stuff about um, certain Germans um, living in South America and doing interesting uh, experiments but that's all fact, by the way, but we don't have to talk about that. We can just talk about what's happened in Ukraine. And, you know, when we talk about, it's not neo-Nazis in Ukraine, it's Nazis in Ukraine. Like, just so we're clear, it's not neo-Nazis in Ukraine, it's Nazis in Ukraine. Uh, so like the the results of the acquiescing to taking the mark by the Roman Catholic church. One of the many times that they've taken the mark, right? I'm not the one who's just saying that that's the grand inquisitor, right? They, they failed that temptation, right? Taking on the, the power of, of the nations, right? Um, offered by Satan. Anyways, um, not individual Catholics. So you guys are good. God bless you guys. We love you. Not talking about people. talking about the broader system institution, okay? So anyways, um, that acquiescing is what facilitated so much of this kind of Nazi undercurrent that you see in Ukraine. That's a real thing. And I hope that someone, I, I hope that we still have some people who are more sympathetic to the left that watch this because, you know, like, good on you. Like, I like the balance. We need the balance. But like, this is one of those ones where it's just like, straight up, the forces over there are evil, <laughs> like, I just, I'm just going to say it. And they, because they have their roots. I mean, um, we've talked about this before. Some of us were paying attention in 2014. Most of the, you know, the NPCs weren't, right? That, that's why so much of this is just kind of like, for a lot of us, right, it was an eye roll because we've been watching and we remember the quote unquote approved outlets commenting on the Nazis. In, in Ukraine in 2014, and like, where are they now, right? Um, trying to give Facebook, giving like an okay to the Azov Battalion, you know what I'm saying? Like all this stuff, which that's part of what, like what causes people to wake up. I think what causes people to wake up is there's a certain shift of absurdity for most people at this point in the game. For those of us very early on, it was it was kind of like that story I was telling about you know, the priests were just kind of like, it was imperceptible, but it was a weird, like, well, what do you mean, Soviets? Like, why are you being so antagonistic? It was a weird, it, like, we talked about this when we had, uh, we, we went to, where did we go to Thai food and uh, with the brothers? Remember that? We were talking about, like, we were swapping stories. I do. Yeah. Like, what was your moment? And we were talking about, like, here uh, in the States, in my parish, it was this weird, like, these people who we knew for years and who, you know, we loved and we thought loved us all of a sudden becoming really weird and like passive aggressive and just kind of like talking about points. As like, and like for me, I literally was dumbfounded because I just at, I had long been, you know, at best a lurker on Facebook at that point. I just wasn't there. So, like, one of we've talked about this before. Forgive me. The common thread of people who are just, like, looking to Facebook for their social validation, for their news. These are the people who are getting picked off, who are just kind of, like, sucking it up and just, like, it was almost like The Incredibles 2, where, like, don't look at the screen because that one guy was just – anyways, you had to see The Incredibles 2 to know what I'm talking about. Well, but- and
0: now that this week it comes out that actually – like in multiple formats that actually, like, oh no, the government literally was like manipulating executives and decision makers at social media companies. Like, here's the proof in, mo- in multiple places.
1: Well, going back to what Father just said because it's 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 interesting <clears throat> because hindsight's twenty twenty, but there's there looking back there was clues. Um, like, there's this episode of Community where uh, they find this guy and it's not important. But then at the end, it turns out he's racist. And they look back and they're like, well, there was some clues. And one of the guy, Donald Glover, he's an actor who's black. And he's like, he's like the guy's like, I wanted to find a place free from darkness. He's like, you know, some people are just born natural jumpers. And then it even shows him like he's got like a giant swastika tattooed on his chest. And then they're like, whatever, Jeff's being Jeff, you know, and then like looking back to like, wait, he was racist the whole time because I say this because some of those folks, again, looking back, mm-hmm. I was just talking about this with my wife, actually. She was talking about, um, you know, because we knew him, we loved them, we were close, you know, somewhat close with them, um, about how they all really struggled with Proverbs 31, and they all had this huge gripe session about it one time in my wife being People a little,
2: don't know Proverbs 31 is tell them what it is.
1: So Proverbs 31 is the proper wife. It's, it's the a way a good wife conducts herself. So she gets up before the rest of the family to make sure that, you know, the food is ready she, or no first she prays, she gets up and she prays. Then she makes for You know, she watches the house while the husband is away while the husband's taking care of business. Um, just just the good wife. And there was a group of women who used to meet at our church, at our parish. And my wife, being a little baby Orthodox that she was, didn't really understand that it's not okay to just sit around a bad mouth scripture. So she was kind of chiming in. She said, oh, yeah, of course, that was written by a man. Like, of course, like, you know, this whole blah, blah, blah. And then, like, it's shocking because all of those women left. Like, all of them left. And um, looking back, it was like, oh, wait, Jeff was racist the whole time. Like
0: they were looking for an excuse and that they were looking for much. They were looking for an out.
1: That was I mean, everyone was I mean, not I mean, them especially and them. They took capital T, capital O, the out. But I mean, how many people were looking for a way to get out of their lousy money? What's
2: interesting. What's interesting is, you know, I mean, I just say it because like everyone needs to understand that. They found their way somewhere. Hmm. And and so th- this is this is why all this is it is what it is, right? Like
0: um. Where did they find their way to?
2: they you know, they found they they found a place where they can they can have the trappings, right? The Soviet right. church. They found their way to a, to a Soviet church, right? A living church where those where someone they found their way to a place where it'll be much more progressive, much more like mm. all, all that good stuff, right? Which is and that,
0: pla- and that place was prepared. That's the interesting part about it, right? Is that it's like that place was already ready for them to to come. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh, it's here. It's prepared.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is come. then which is then portrayed as welcome to this house of healing from that mm-hmm. mean old nasty church that refuses to make priests wear masks behind the altar and stuff like that. So,
2: so like that. That reality is um, important because, you know, again, um, it's really as simple as, like, you can do whatever you want, just like, I just, you know, I'm choosing not to change the traditions of the church as I perceived it. And the reason why I'm saying it like that is, the tactic of the enemy, which influences these people, because that's the way the world works, and we can we can walk through all the things right now. Um, you know, you. Uh, it's not enough for you to just say like you can do what you want to do, but like this is what I have to hold to, right? Well, what do you what do you mean? Like that's you can't do that, like on one hand signs, violence, like all, all this stuff, right? It's this idea of live and let live doesn't work, right? And the idea is that those who are saying live and let live are, are actually like the aggressors and this and this and that, you know? Um, and and I, I just think that the reality that people find themselves forced to like choose, this is kind of like getting back full circle, that's the problem, right? Because all of a sudden, You know, I had someone, you know, someone and people, you know, one person in particular called me up, cursing at me about, you know, I'm, you know, literally it called me like a MAGA guy. Like, you're a MAGA guy. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, and literally this person said to me, oh, come on, man, you know what I'm talking about. And it wasn't Joe Biden. Oh, come on, man, you know what I'm talking about. Like, (laughs) just just put a mask on, like, when you don't do that, you're supporting MAGA and you know it. And I was like, wow. <laughs> wow. So I mean, I don't want to, I don't wanna sit here in that this whole time. I'm just saying like it doesn't matter in that sense back then. Okay, we've gotten through that. What's important now is that we're moving into a time where people, the NPCs who are just kind of like plugged in, if if they they aren't checking that, right? Like that language is just, and this is where it becomes tough because the temptation for us becomes really like, well, if you're just going to think I am that shoot, let's, let's get it on. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll be, I'll be that I'll be your uncle Ben, whatever. And like, we've all felt that I have felt that, right? Well, if you're going to accuse me of being a, a mean, nasty, uh, caveman, <laughs> you know, great, you know, and I'll just be one. I'll just be one. see uh, father, this is like
0: so dangerous. It's I see this so often where they're like, well, all right, let's just be let's just be who they say we are then yeah. yep. they say we're this yep. all right, you say that's who I am. you say I'm a hateful person. Yep. Okay, well just let me be let me just be that person then yeah yeah I, I for, for me, I've never man maybe it's just my personality. I've never been so frustrated. That i've said well let me then be the terrible thing that you maybe never may i can't say never but certainly in in my recent memory that seems like not something that i would be prone to do and i've been called some pretty terrible things
2: i mean god help us um it's a temptation it's a temptation you know It, it it is a temptation um and just so everyone's clear, I do not think it's an easy temptation to to wade through. I mean, um, you know, I there are these there are these moments. Saint Crony talks about the hypostatic principle, and it's it's a teaching that you know we all will experience these moments in the life of Christ. This is what, what authenticates us, you know. Um, what did Judas? What what did i've been thinking of i thought about a lot about this today you know i think i've thought a lot about it um the last three years jesus knew about judas the whole time i just i really stop and think about that
0: well there were all these interactions right there were all these interactions throughout the gospel of of the two of them where judas is showing who he is but obviously i mean christ is god so he knows what's going on but i mean even there's a a lot of foreshadowing just from a narrative
2: standpoint of of who this character is and i just want to throw this out because that's the temptation like no one sees that as the temptation yes our lord was tempted many times that the the three times uh in the in the desert uh but there was many other temptations and and that's the temptation. I don't really hear people think. I think about it a lot. The temptation you are with your betrayer and you are loving your betrayer. It's very, very painful. Mm. And that is, this is what I'm talking about. You won't experience that if you give yourself over to that easy temptation of, I'm just going to join the winners. I'm just going to join the guys that like, I got more in common with I mean, I get it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I get it. We need to form alliances. And I, I, okay, fine. I'm talking about at the end of the day, right? When I'm facing my Lord, like when I knew better, did I do better?
3: Because I, fine.
2: uh, Sticker warning. uh, People have been bringing up, I should like be warning people. And I think maybe there's truth to that. Maybe you should turn off the podcast right now if you don't want to be accountable for for these things because
3: um, winning,
2: like the Lord did not choose winning. Like the Lord was tempted. You don't think the Lord wasn't tempted knowing the whole time what Judas was going to do. I mean, he didn't succumb to it. That, that to me, I just I bow down and I go, man. God help me. Like, how can I be like you? That the pain you don't you don't know that pain until you've been betrayed, and once you've been betrayed and then betrayed again, it's just like wow, you know. Uh, that's I'm, that's what it means to to follow Christ. You know.
1: I can't find it, but saint Nikolai, the prologue He's just talking about this he's talking about man i really should have screenshotted that because it was really good but he's basically talking about he says something to the effect of um you know uh he basically says something to the effect of like you don't think that god doesn't see like the um the pagan worshipers you think that I, I i can't remember exactly the titles that he uses but something you know i think it's something about abortion doctors you think god doesn't see this but he allows it but he allows it but he allows it you know he's constantly like saying like god is tolerating these things he's tolerating them and it's something to the effect i'm sorry saint Nicholas, i don't mean to botch it but he's like you should too like i mean he's basically saying like i think he's warning against a kind of extremism at least as I remembered it, that it stuck with me that like, he's like, you think that God is not seeing these same things that's making you mad. And we're, you know, basically the bear it, bear it as God does bear it as God does, you know, like don't lash out in violence. You know, that that image of the icon of the monk standing between the two sides in Ukraine. So I'm really, I really wish I had taken a picture of it, but,
0: but it's not, but I think the, this, this bearing it, I think that's really where the, the question of the royal path comes in because, okay, so it's not join into the narrative that is of the world. And then, but at the same time, it's also don't completely throw blinders on and stick your head in the sand and be like, ah, I'll just ignore it and just go about my thing. But it's also to not accept, it's also to not accept what comes and the temptation that's pulling you towards the thing so
2: yeah i mean like supreme like you talked about like okay let's show the resistance it's like the resistance has already been formed that i guess that's the thing the resistance has already been formed and there's a matrix within the matrix we can just do this all night you know what i mean like <laughs> you're getting attacked by butterflies <laughs> yeah, i'm getting attacked by bugs over here um it's like look it's How many times, you know, we talked about this. Okay, great. You come to orthodoxy because it is the most conservative branch of Christianity. Absolutely. Um, Now, you know, some people are definitely working really hard to change that. That's besides the point. Um, Okay, great. You came to orthodoxy because of the historical church. Okay, great, right? Um, That's not what's gonna keep you. And more importantly, it's not really like the resistance because like, like we kind of alluded to here, like there's all kinds of quote unquote, orthodox churches that are co-signing openly or kind of covertly these agendas. No problem. Okay. So what is the resistance? That, that's the thing is like the deep tradition of the church, like the ones who don't roll their eyes at the canons, the ones who don't roll their eyes at the elders, the ones who don't. The ones who don't say with lip service, I believe in the body, blood of Christ, but really they are scared to take communion because they're going to get sick and infected. Like, yeah, I said it. So uh, that's like that's the gateway into like what is the thing like the confessors, the martyrs, those those soldier saints who, yeah, two pages earlier, they may have been, you know, slaying slaying fools in, in the legion whatever but they had the discernment the connection to say now nah i lay my sword down because now it's time because why vengeance is mine they'll say the lord the real resistance will never rob the lord of his of his rewards the real resistance will never get in the way and take from the lord what is his that, that's a whole that's a whole other piece that people don't want to think about. Vengeance isn't yours, it's the Lord's. Right? Am I saying that like when I see these things that I don't get upset? Of course I do. Right? Are you, am I saying that when I say these things that we should just be indifferent and just be quietest and be like, oh, it doesn't matter? Of course not. Because there is a whole side to resistance. We can talk about that now if you want. But really at the end of the day, like you don't, you don't. Are you fearing the judgment? Do you believe in the judgment? Do you believe you're going to be held accountable? And you may be bold. You may be like, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll do what I got to do and just go, go, you know, I'll receive whatever he's got. I'll receive my, com- my, my coming uppins or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm the same way too in certain regards, right? But like what God calls us to do is to be his disciples to the end. And that's why we got to read the lives of the saints, right? There's going to be something that there's a line. You're not going to know that line unless you know the saints, which is essentially, I guess, the takeaway. That's why Protestantism and all these other ones, the, any confession that doesn't connect with the community of the saints, super dangerous because their line is made up. They don't, they don't know the line of the heart. They don't know where the conscience lays. They don't know where the church has said yay or nay on something. They In practice, don't what,
0: they have no line.
2: They have no line. Like you
0: can look and
2: see they have no line. I mean, honestly, one of the first things that anyone who who has come into the church began to actually read the lives of the saints, all of us had those moments where you're shocked. You're like, "What? James the Faster, right? Sleeps with the with the de- with the demonized, demon possessed, retarded girl. Sleeps with her, kills her. She <laughs> buries her body, hides it, right?" He he lives in a grave for like what was like ten years, an open grave for like ten years. God accepts his repentance.
1: Shocking! Every year he comes around. It's shocking. Yeah, right? blew my socks off. I. It's I, shocking. I really, it's shocking like, right. Five thirty in the morning. I was just like, this is yeah. incredible.
2: Yeah, the the jester who's mocking Christ in front of the prefect, mocking baptism, and all of a sudden he's like, starts to confess Christ. Right, and they're like, okay, it's not funny anymore. It's like, no, 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 this is real. Right. Shocking. It's shocking, right? St. Mary of Egypt, right? Every year when we read the story, there's that part where it's just like, oh, this is rough for the little ones. Because it's pretty explicit about how how far gone St. Mary of Egypt was. Shocking, right? Worse than a prostitute. Because she didn't even do it for fair. She did it just for debauchery. Yep. We, we can go on and on and on, right? So the saints show us what that line is, but you this is this is the thing. You can't be lazy. You 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 can't be lazy. You have to you have to seek the Lord. You have to commune with the saints so that you can know what that line is. And uh, you better get at it. Because when stuff starts popping off, that's not that's that's not the time to know what your line is. You should have known what your line is two years ago. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, you need to, you need to work these things out and know where your line is so that, cause here's the thing, the person who doesn't know where their line is, there's always an exception, but you're probably toast. You, yep. you'll, you'll take a mark. Right. And it doesn't have to be someone coming and etching in six, six, six on your head with a laser beam. We all <laughs> know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You'll do whatever you'll do whatever you're told, you know, not not get into the Zach de la Rocha, right? Because they they clearly yeah, oh man yeah, they, they clearly do, they, do whatever they're told, right? Yeah. What a great a great example of the type of, you know, I mean, like literally, like there was that that um, that burn we used to say back in the day, like oh, what a tool, right? You know, yeah, they used to say exactly. that, but like literally like what a bunch of tools, right? Like mm-hmm. what a bunch of useful idiots like, you know, I I mean, yeah. I, I used to be like, man, you know, rage, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh. oh, rage. You know what I mean? Like, yikes. So when the when the rubber actually hit the road. When the rubber actually hit the road. So, you know, um you no, know, you gotta find the line, man. And and you better, you know, however you want to look at it, you gotta build your arc. If you haven't started building your arc, I don't know. If you haven't found an arc, I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh, well, the
0: the the thing, father, about you know, you said the resistance has already been formed, but I think, you know, going back and maybe, I, maybe if we could just linger on a little bit longer, because I think it's like, I think it's important is like, it's not just the resistance that was already formed. Like the other side has already formed too. And it's like over the last two years, that's one of the things that I think people have, like people have, what would I say? It has seemed like it's been a blind spot. It it seems like all of these things pop up. And then it's like, but everything's ready. Like depending upon what all these other, whether it's a policy thing, whether it's actually, you know, it takes time to actually like manufacture and and like manu- get factories ready to manufacture different medications. You know what I mean? And it's like, wait, go, yeah, how is it? How are there hundreds of millions of doses future.
2: already? Like what's already what, what's going on? <laughs> technology. What's wrong with you, technology? Listen. Um, I didn't, I don't, I don't know. And I'm not going to, I'm not gonna listen to the rest of that message. Um, but like, you know, and and I'm, I don't know, maybe tonight was just whatever for me, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the guy in that sense, but I I will say, um, it's really important that we don't, we don't give up. It's really important that we don't give up on people. It's really important that like, and I'm talking to myself right now. You know I'm a human being, you know I need God's grace, not just like everyone else more. I need God's grace more than you do. I need it more than Andrew do more than Andrew does. I need it more, you know what I mean um, we can't give up on people, you know, and we have to we have to strive to carry our cross and, and to really be all things to all men in the right way, not muddy middle, not man pleasers, right we, we you don't know who's going to be that person that wakes up. But I I tell you this much, you come out swinging on someone because you're scared or because you got a chip on your shoulder because you want to show you're part of the, the tough crowd or whatever it is. You know, you don't know that person could be, that person is someone who Christ has put in your way. Like Christ wants every single one of those people to repent. God doesn't want anyone to perish. And I, and if you think that that's Pollyannish like, god forgive you god because because again remember what we're talking about is we're christians we're orthodox right um so this reality of like you don't know your aunt bessie and your uncle joe you don't know do your work pray for them you know shut your mouth a little bit more yeah. Um, and, and and understand what's really at stake. You know what I've been doing lately? This a little shifting gears. Oh, I just I spend so much time reading about hell. <laughs> I spend so much time reading about hell, the toll houses and the judgment. And um I I just think like everyone should do that a little bit more often. I really do. Um, there's, there's. Um, sometimes I watch video about people who like sepsis amputees, <laughs> you know, where they lose all four of their limbs, you know what I mean? I like stuff like that. Um, I wish more people would do that because when you see how gnarly life can be, most people who find themselves Yapping at the mouth and clicky clacking on the keyboards, they don't. They're bored. They don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Their life is too smooth and comfortable, right? Someone who's really aware of yeah. human pain, someone who's really aware of human pain, they don't. They ain't got time for that. Not time to get into like internet debates about like whatever. But they do have time to look at someone down the eye and be like, "Man, you don't know. What you, like, that's not. That's not where it's at." And to speak truth in love right? Like, like, that's, that's where we're at, you know? Um,
1: I was just working with a guy today, father, and I'm sorry to interrupt please. Was with a guy who's like two weeks into his recovery and no ifs, ands, or buts just absolutely suffered a horrific tragedy. I mean, I won't every parent's worst nightmare and he just absolute worst tragedy. And the guy sat down and was pretty much, still reeling from it because it's about a week and a half into his grief or something like that. And uh, just immediately it was one of those good conversations because there's no idle chit chat. There's no BS. It was straight into. And the only thing I could really tell him was like, bro, if you can make it through this sober, you will be such a badass because it's like, what more can they take from me? Like what more, like I've already faced this, like, what is the, what is the, what can, what else can I lose? If you can make it through this sober, you will have confronted a pain and a truth. That's much more fundamental than your reality Than nail the like happy, joyous, and free talk that you hear about in like meeting halls about how life is so wonderful now is like the fact of the matter is, is like you live in a different reality than everybody else does now you have experienced something that like everybody dreads to go to. And if you can come out the other side of it, like, you know, I don't, I don't know what could stop you. Like, I don't know. I mean, of course something could stop them, but it's like, I don't, I, I mean, that's just something that transcends. that's a room in the heart. I don't, you know, God forbid, you know, I mean, not my will, but yours be done. But like, I don't, I don't want to explore it. And I was like, with the, pain that I felt you know throughout my life with the losses that I've had it's like you know I there's a language I can speak with people but I was like I can't even get to your level like that's just a type of suffering I just don't understand and you know he seemed like he he did well with it I mean I basically told him you know it's just like pray for your son you know pray for your son I mean I'm sure he's fine but pray for him as a way to heal and pray for yourself because that you know God i you're in one of those moments where it's like should really just be focusing the only thing that's gonna be able to really carry you is god and that's just a language that most people don't know how to speak they've never been you know they maybe lost a grandpa or grandma blah 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 mm-hmm. you know but even then it's just like it's not the same thing yeah i mean joe it's a
0: job situation for sure yeah it's
2: yeah and you know um Just a fun little twist on things, you know.
1: Sorry for saying badass, by the way.
2: (laughs) Like, um, when things get rough, like that's God's love, right? I mean, God loves you enough to allow you to um, to taste of something deep, you know?
3: Um, And I I think the avoidance of
2: suffering, this is where we are always tempted and where most of us make our missteps is we're, we're avoiding a suffering and that very suffering is you know again um not easy but it's there's real that's where you find grace um, but not everyone wants that you know
0: well and people I, want things to stop right they're like i'm gonna do x that's such the temptation mm-hmm. i'm gonna do x thing because this has to stop. This has to stop. And I have yet to see in the macrocosm or in the microcosm of just, like, interpersonal relationships when antagonism and escalation has ever made something stop. Yeah. You know, I mean, you <laughs> might you might be able to, like, you might be able to physically, you know engage let's say an individual right and you might be able to to knock them out cold or worse and and make them physically stop but the situation has already spun into a place where it's not stopping right Mm -hmm. especially if you've taken it to an extreme right now the situation is be way beyond whatever it was that was coming out of this person's mouth or the actions that they were taking like now the situation has expanded into a scope that is like going to have a massive effect on the on your well-being the well-being of everybody that you know people who aren't even there in that moment
3: mm-hmm.
0: and like this this is the thing this this is the this is the big blind spot on all sides i'm just seeing this impulse towards everybody. Like we're going to do th- even, even people who are, who are acting, let's say like acting in a way that I find to be mostly noble and that I would agree with. Mm-hmm. Right. Where it's like, I'm well, going to do they're this. They're especially tempted
2: because exactly. they're acting noble. Cause remember if you are, if you are actually trying to pursue wisdom and nobility and just you're trying to pursue Christ, that that's what's gonna happen. You know, I, I'm thinking about um oh forgive me. I can't believe I'm I'm forgetting his name. He just got picked up by the feds last time I heard. Um but I haven't heard anything. I don't know if he's got released. I don't I don't wanna go too far. I don't know if like I'm I'm i out of date on the news. Um Who are you talking about? The founder of, of uh the Proud Boys. Um Oh, Gavin McGinnis. Gavin McGinnis. Um, really? Yeah, I didn't got, even know that. He got picked up midstream. And so I don't know, maybe we can have like a real time, but we can up our podcast game and someone can clickety clack right now and see if I'll there's an update. I'll do it. I, I, Cause I don't know if they've discovered. Cause like uh, as like Tim Cass are talking about like, well, he's, a, he's a notorious troll. Is it a troll type of thing? Did the feds really pick him up? Who picked him up? Whatever. So I I don't know, like where it's at. That was a few days ago, so there might have been some resolve. Um, but like the reason why I'm bringing it up is because, um, like, there's humble boys. What's that?
1: It's not the humble boys.
2: Yeah, I mean, there was just so,
0: Father, forgive me. They're saying. People are saying, but mind you, the first article I saw was from Daily Beast, which is definitely heavy woke. uh, Are saying McGinnis allies are claiming he that saying that he faked his arrest. So I don't. There's obviously a a lot muddy here. There's a.
2: So who knows? Who knows, right? Um, But what I I guess what I'm trying to get at is that um, it's kind of irrelevant to my point to some degree. Because, like, when the Proud Boys thing is happening, right, it, and this is just, you know, it is what it is, a lot of people are, like, scandalized and, like, just believing the narrative. They're racist, they're this and that, right? The problem with it was, like, on my end, right, I'm just like, okay, that's a whole part of, like, it, the the Fred Perry, like, the, the Oy Boy, you know, kind of end, like, subculture, like, if you don't know that, then like of course, you know, you just someone will look at you super and be like, you got a shaved head, you know, he's a racist. Like, you know what I mean? Just, it's that ridiculous, right? So so I get all that. Like I get that, like, that was kind of like an example, whether Fed plant, whatever. I don't, I don't really care. You know what I mean? The point that I'm trying to get at is that was whether it was a Psyop or not, it was galvanizing people who were rightly fed up with certain things is what i'm trying to get at okay but what to what end did it galvanize them what was accomplished like what was
0: escalation escalation yeah
2: that's escalation that that's 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 the only that's the only point i'm really trying to bring up is is escalation and so you know saint peter he basically says and i think it's in the second epistle he's like you know if, if you're punished basically because you know you're being a fool that's on you you know what i mean like that's not that's not for the sake of righteousness i'd have to pull up to find forgive me for misquoting saint peter but um like this is what i mean about let me even bring it down you're a good man and you're tired of seeing what's what's happening whatever right? Um, And it can go both ways. Um, And you just decide that like, you know, enough is enough. And you put yourself out on the line for whatever, right? Um, You don't come home. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like you said, there's these ramifications and like, I'm all about laying my life down for something for sure. I mean, but that's what I mean by the resistance has already been formed. Like, I'm laying my life down for Christ. I'm not going to lay my life down for, like, a false Christ. I'm not going to lay my life down for, like, and that that's the tragedy of the co-opting of Christianity by political movements. Is that at, at what point in time, it's like the Iron Guard or anything like that. At what point in time did it transition out of the genuine, like, desire for Christ and, you know, a time to take up arms however you want to look at it into something else most people can't discern that most people can like i guess what i'm saying is i wouldn't even be able to discern it that's why i that's why i'm saying know your line, because that's the only hope you have if you try to figure out the line when you're in the middle of the melee metaphorically speaking it's not going to happen it's it's not going to happen right and so you know, having integrity and just being like, this is what it means to, this is my king. This is, this is my code. This is how I, this is how I roll. However you want to look at it. If you don't have that,
3: um, you need to get it. Yeah, this, this, I encountered this
0: quite a bit you know, where I would speak to people over the last two years and I would be, and
3: I would say, well, what if, what about when X happens? What will you do? I don't know. Mm -hmm.
0: I'll I'll wait until that. I'll wait until it happens. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I know what you'll do. Like you'll do the worst. If you'll do the worst thing, if that, if we're having this conversation right now, and and like you haven't even thought about this, you will do, you will do the worst thing possible. Can guarantee. Nobody, I don't know anybody who makes who makes good decisions. Like like you said, oh well, like Mike Tyson says, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face, mm-hmm. which sure. is basically what you you had said earlier. And it's like, you know what? Unless you've ran through, and even then, it's not guaranteed. But like the only way to even give yourself a chance is to like first maybe get punched in the face be willing to be punched in the face a few times metaphorically right like but but you're going to have to like pick like you say pick a line stand by it and not like well this isn't the one that i can if it was the real big one i'll you know mm-hmm. it's 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 yeah yeah if and they I- if they come and take my guns then i'll you know but for now eh, i'll just go along mm-hmm. you know hmm
3: i mean kind of getting back to some things it's like um one of
2: uh um one of the, the spiritual children on the parishioners, they sent me i'd never heard of the guy um um sent me like a joe maggiano like i don't know i don't know what the guy's name is uh He's like a nationally syndicated. Uh,
0: oh, you're talking about uh, he's got a he's got a shaved head.
2: He's like a kind of, uh, you know, like a. Kind he's of kind of
0: bro-y type. Of,
2: yeah, buffer guy. Yeah, I mean.
0: kind of it, italian uh maybe yeah, like yeah, a yeah. racially ambiguous type of character. <laughs> yeah,
2: oh. yeah, like Joe. Who Mike. are you
0: talking about? His it's not Joe, you're you're confusing it with Joe Manganiello, but it's oh, what is this guy's name?
2: His name is uh um Dan Bon Dan, Dan Bongino. Dan, Dan Bongino. Bongino. There you. Go. Dan Bongino. And uh yeah, so like Dan Bongino, which I, I never heard of him, right? Is he big?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as like a political pundit, yeah, he's all over the, the networks.
2: Okay. So Dan Bongino, uh, he had this little thing about you know, uh, getting the jabby was his like worst mistake he ever made. Okay, <laughs> so here's the thing: people have done it, that's fine. People have repented of it, no problem. Okay, the only reason why I'm bringing it up is because no, two reasons. Number one we got to always be aware and be careful. Here's what I mean. Just relax a little bit now. You know what I mean? Cause we're at a stage now where there's, there's more people who are going to be waking up and just like, don't put a roadblock for them. Right. If someone's waking up to some stuff, be charitable, be a Christian. Right. And, and encourage them be like, Hey man, God knows all good glad that you at least see it now whatever you, you know what I'm saying that's the number one thing that I, I just want to get across there right but the number two thing is that that happened because people didn't have a line
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: I just I, that's you know what I mean I'm just saying right so the people who are going to repent, who are, and there are people who have, and there, go, there are going to be more people who are, are repenting of it. What, what are they really repenting of? Well, there's some people who are like, well, I have nothing to repent of because I was just doing what I was told. Right. But there's going to be some people who are like, yeah, I was doing what I was told and it was, it was, it was wrong. Like I know my conscience, like it's not what I should have done. Right. And so they're the, the repenting spiritually they, if they feel where they made a concession where they compromised something. You, you understand what I'm saying? And this is really expressed beautifully and profoundly when you read um, Father George Calciu, the Romanian priest who was in prison. And uh, he talks about how, you know, so many times we denied him, but we, we bitterly repented you know, when they were putting our face in excrement and in bucket, buckets of excrement or doing whatever they did to us at night, we, we bitterly repented. We bitterly repented. Like, this is really important because the church dealt with this with the Donatists who were like, no, if someone has denied Christ, they cannot come back, blah, 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 blah. That, that's, that's a heresy, right? We maintain that if someone has, deny christ if they are truly repentant we have to like as a confessor as a spiritual father right you better believe i got people who hate me i got enemies you know what i mean i have many enemies but i'm the enemy to none that's that's how i live and if one of the people who have slandered me and wished me harm and tried to break out the back window of my wife's van <laughs> One of them wants to be like hey
1: true story true, true
2: story. story hey i'm sorry you know what i mean i will confess them and and help them to repent right um if i wasn't a priest i would forgive them and try to move on and i'm gonna tell you something right now some people may be like yeah right you know what i'll I'll never forget this my father may god grant him paradise my father when i first became a christian he really struggled with with some things you know it's interesting because i fell in line just this is gonna be fun um you know forgive me uh this might be like one of the censored episodes. I don't know. Um, you know, I talk about what i what I talk about because of, I've had experience. I, I'm sorry. I want to be that guy who's going to flex. I'm just, I'm not, this isn't coming out of like, I've read some kind of book and like thrown whatever. Like when I first became a Christian quote unquote, whatever that means, I started trying to follow Christ. Like I was in an evangelical church and started swallowing all the evangelical politically, I, I start swallowing all those points, right? Zionism, you know, Israel, you know, fill in the blank, whatever it was I would, because I, I thought I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Right? A whole I had a whole season of that. I'll never forget my dad was like, man, you don't even know what you're talking about. We got in this whole debate about about Palestine man you don't even know what you're talking about and he my dad was just like he just started schooling me on stuff you know and I wasn't hearing it because the pastors at the Calvary Chapel and all the stuff I've been listening to they were like hey man this is the line if you're a Christian this is what you gotta tell right I know what it means to be absorbed into the right and that temptation because that's what you think that's what you're supposed to do this is where I'm coming from you understand what I'm saying like that's like a real thing. And it wasn't really, right? Until moving further on and maturing and experiencing things, I was like, man, dad was right. Dad was right. You know what I mean? And so I began to shift and orthodoxy was the big shift because once I realized like, oh yeah, those those Palestinians, man a lot of them are orthodox a lot of them are christians like it isn't just right it isn't it wasn't this narrative that like the 700 club had fed me whatever so like you know uh,
1: may i ask real quick what is that narrative i'm not sure i understand because i never really got swept up in it if you don't want to rehash it you don't have to i just i'm not familiar with that particular narrative are they like pro-israel or anti-israel i'll just put
2: it to you this way that but- Orthodox Church, Orthodox Christians, we are Israel.
1: Sure, yeah. I mean, that
2: we are Israel. Yeah, we are the we are the people of God. So, start clicky clacking um, commenters, but that's that's the teaching of the church. That's the reality. So, anyways, um, that that whole narrative, you know, beginning to shift and like having to work through things. You know what I'm saying? And and of course, I at, at one time in my life found myself way over onto the left, right? And those were some old temptations for me, because before it was cool, I was, you know, working class, listening to the groups like the Redskins, like, you know, unionize and all that, you know, socialism, all that stuff, like Trotsky, all that stuff, right? Like, I I know that stuff, right? So, this, these polls, I'm, I talk about this stuff because I, not only do I know, because I've been on both sides, I've, I've, I've had my own kind of ping pong back and forth. The thing that's pulled me out of them is Christ is what I'm trying to get at. And, And once you are in Christ, like, I've talked to people who are of Serbian nationality. I've talked to people who are Greek nationality. I've talked to people who are Syrian nationality. I've talked to people that are biracial. I've talked to people who are... I've I've talked to everyone. I've talked to people from all sides of whatever who who understand what I'm talking about, who understand what we're talking about. What's the common denominator. Do you know who it is? It's Christ. It's Christ. It's Christ like here's the resistance here's the secret sauce there comes a place and this is how you know you're in christ where all that other stuff actually does begin to melt away and you see through it for what it is right and so that whole reality it's 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 a journey and some people are on that journey so let us help them right let us let us help them in like keep the door open for people who are trying to get into Christ.
0: Because the unity is in Christ. The unity is in Christ. So that so this, so this, that's, yeah, wow, full circle. Unity is in Christ. Because the, the whole, that whole little narrative of that video is like, these people over here are trying to be divisive. These people over here are, are hateful or whatever. Whereas obviously the speaker is dividing and being hateful regarding those people. Right. But it's like, for whoever is saying it to be like, we have a choice between hatred and division or between love and unity, but they never, they never reference Christ. And yeah, it's like, dude. no, you, you so so, so we it. know which side you you're taking.
2: yeah, and, and the funny thing is, he's right. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 you yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's right. Like like what they're talking, like the people he's talking about, like those people are really down for that, who're still down for that. He's right. He's not wrong but he's just as guilty like you, you that's, see the exactly like, like, that's like, it that's, that's the, it that's yeah. the whole point you know what i mean that's yeah. the whole point yeah. point. and i just i just want to add this because like something that i think might have got lost like i brought up my dad and i brought up that situation because like that was a real kind of turnoff and temptation for my dad too because he's like man you know like i don't want anything like what like, you're a christian now like you know what i mean like what what is all this right you get swept up into all this and this and that and 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 that was legitimate for my dad you know what i mean it was legitimate for him to see this and to see me being like swept up into that and be like you know like i i just i think the reality of us is it's not our fault that people have their opinions and have their things but it is our responsibility to try to do our best and not be lazy in, a, in the way that we are living our lives, as as ambassadors in the body of Christ, does that does that make sense? What I'm saying, you know what I mean? I guess that's yes. like, you know, I'm not trying to be like, oh well, the moral of this episode is this. <laughs> I just think like, you know, I mean, to like a real takeaway because you know, hey, you know, take care of your family. Yeah, you know what I mean. Protect your family if you're a man you don't protect your family You don't take care of your family you're not a man right Mm -hmm. um but being a man and becoming a stormtrooper are two totally different
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah i'm just saying don't become a storm like you know uh that was one of the funny things about like never mind i was gonna talk about finn and all that stuff but like don't become a stormtrooper, basically, because once the helmet gets put on you, you're just a number and you're not going to be able to aim anyways. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so
1: I work with a lot of felons and I I tell them, like, this is the part of being a man is, is like I'm sitting there, intruders in my house. I've got my bow and arrow like at them, like pointed at them. And I say, you know, I don't want to hurt you. I'll pray for you. I'm going to call the police if you come any closer then yeah, that's probably gonna be like a shot to the leg or something with an arrow. And then if you keep coming after that, it's gonna be probably be because that's the part that's so important is just like, I'm not just like getting my jollies off ready to murk some dude because he's like, Oh, yeah, you know, this is what makes me feel alive. It's like what father said, if you you know, if you're boxing, and you get mad, you've already lost the fight. You, you know, fight. you've already lost the fight. So it's like, you know,
2: yeah, you know, what? I'm glad you said that, Andrew. I- I don't know why, but I just feel like we keep touching. I mean, that's the path. We keep touching on it. So I, it's like one of those things, can we even say it enough? But like, I, I, that's another good little kind of encapsulation. It's like, I'm just, we're, we're trying to encourage people just to box, right? And know who you're boxing and know how to box. Because the second you get mad, you've lost. Yeah. You're not, you're not, you're not in the game. Yeah. You're no longer a pugilist. You know what I'm saying?
1: um so i we were talking about it um i think we were i don't know um but i remember there's an article a couple days ago that i read that uh we've got a couple minutes left so i thought we could talk about this really quick i linked it in our chat but it's an article um about the serbs the serbian orthodox church in serbia protesting the euro pride event i didn't see Um, it Did I send it? Hold on one second. Let me see if I sent I think I sent it. Give me one second. Just in case. Sorry, this is excellent. Yeah, Serbia's,
0: Serbia's Orthodox Christians March Against Euro Pride event. Yeah. yeah. Save yeah. Serbia and thousands of protesters marched in Belgrade on August 28th to save Serbia in opposition to planned LGBT uh, celebrations. Despite the Serbian authorities' decision to cancel the events, organizers have vowed to press on, stoking fears of pros- possible violence euro pride promotes lesbian gay bisexual transgendered and intersex pride at the pan-european level and is hosted by a different european city each year so was it going to be hosted in serbia
1: so my takeaway was that there's going to be a little event in serbia and they were protesting that like maybe there was like a a big one but each country kind of celebrated in their own way now the first layer i'd like is to address is the way that this article <laughs> is configured or whatever to make you believe that they make it very, very clear that these are pro-Russian people, by the way. These are pro-Russian Serbians that are um protesting the LGBT, whatever. I but, mean they
0: just appear to be orthodox to me. They're holding icons. Sure, but
1: if you keep scrolling down, there's a whole picture of somebody holding up a Russian flag, and then further on down, there's a picture of somebody holding up a picture of Putin right next to a picture or right next to an icon of St. George. I see that. And you see, again, that this is what's being presented is, is the, uh, this is just the top layer. This is just the, my right wing sensibilities, you know, becoming indignant or whatever. But, um, the, uh, narrative being presented again is, is that the Serbs are the Serbian Orthodox Church is becoming violent and the police are having to do whatever they can to protect. But, um, what i oh dang i had another point but i can't remember what it was i had something to do with the people holding up the vladimir putin like picture you know and 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 like i equal with the icon oh dang i don't remember what it was but there's something out that was good too i can't remember but anyway um the fathers talked about how the serbs suffer like the Serbs suffer and how like they, they are still actually fighting. It's it's an interesting read, um, because it, it definitely presents again that backwards, you know, nationalistic Serbian, supreme, like organization is against fighting the rights or whatever. And then who's truly the militaristic power, you know, like what's truly happening there with like a militarist, like militaristic power and Going again, look, they're your enemies, so go after them. So, I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna pull this up. I'm gonna pull it up.
2: I mean, I'll just say, you know, it's funny because the Serbian church number so one so people could just see <laughs> the protest, right? The Serbian church number one. Um like the Serbian church, you know, patriarchy, memory eternal may God grant in the kingdom, uh outspoken, held the line during the madness of 2021. 20, some people say he paid for it, you know, Metropole, for Loki.
1: See, you know, that's what I'm interested in. I'm sorry, Father. Yes. One second. 10 and 11. Or 12. See, then does the police... So this one you're saying? Yeah, so then right here, there's Putin. Um, this then... character
0: is um, Draza...
3: Mihalovich,, yeah.
2: yeah,
1: yeah, Dragul.
2: he's, you know, a great, a great uh, freedom fighter,
3: so, um, well, wow. ca-
0: can I say something, the yeah. interesting thing about the picture of Putin that they have here, he's holding a candle, he's lighting, he's lighting a, a candle in church, church. <laughs> you could, you could see back here, right, yeah. He's in a church lighting a candle. It's not just any picture of Putin. That's the interesting part here. They're showing, or it's meant to show Orthodox leaders. I think is what they're trying to show. That's
3: what
2: it is. Yeah.
1: No, and I, I mean, I'm, I, hey, I have no problem with that. Like,
2: um, what you're saying is, look how they present it as like,
1: yeah, yeah, out yeah. of
2: control, unhinged barbaric nationalists exactly
1: yeah exactly look at this backwards little country and like you know and weep for the the thousands of people who will now suffer under the suppressive tyranny of these you know ultra right-wing conservative christians i and like that's just the top layer i mean if i had more time and i'd read this article a little bit more i'm sure i'd have more to say but Right away, this is what struck me, and this is how I've seen this article presented a number of times. It's just as like, yeah, this is again, you know, it's not even that big of a deal. We're not even trying to do anything that big. It's just this little pride event to support people, and then it talks about all the like past history of like the Orthodox Church and the quote unquote like violence that has been perpetrated against the LGBTQ community by the Serbian Orthodox Church. It's just, I don't know, it is what it is. But I'm sure if I'd read it, I'd have a little bit more to say about it, but it's again father's talked about like the serbians they suffer oh you were talking about patriarch Irine. i'm sorry father like yeah he held the line and he he paid for it so i mean
3: hmm. and then
1: again yeah it's that hmm. whole what you're talking here's
2: about here's the thing to understand it's funny i was talking with a brother in the church the other day it's just this weird thing right it's there's a tension of like, as, as a Christian, you know how the story ends, but you still have to like do your part, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. Um, and I, I just think that there's like, there's just, if there's an art to this, there's an art to it, you know? So maybe that's another approach of what we're trying to do is to help people get the art of this. Like, well, how do you know when to resist? How when not to resist whatever? Well, if you just hold the Christ and you want to like, if he's the, you know, then then that that's that's the kind of first step but what i'm trying to get at is it's interesting to me because there are these things where it's just kind of like there's um you know just there, there's a there's a podcast it's one of the few podcasts i listen to somewhat frequently um geopolitics and empire and um the there's a kind of type of guest that he kind of has had been having on consistently um, the last few years, you know? And anyways, um, there, the thing that's interesting to me is I always kind of like, not always, but more often than not, I find myself with the same thought with a lot of these guests that he has on. I find this thought with, you know, people, you know, who we would say are allies, let's say, whatever. Um, I can get down with you like okay yeah NPC culture that can go cross board you know what I mean like Orthodox get like the Orthodox who do get it we get it you know what I mean there's plain Orthodox quote unquote Orthodox who don't get it right they're NPCs but okay great we get it blah blah, blah. there's things we can get down on you know but there's always this like boop you know there's always this place where it's just kind of like the divergence I can't, follow, I can't follow you there you know what i mean or like
3: mm-hmm. or
2: or maybe a better way is like i wish you could follow me where i'm headed you know what i mean but what it is is there it's there is this this line this tension where it's like okay who knows but yeah that doesn't matter like being able to know what matters what doesn't make, let me excuse me let me tell you exactly what i'm talking about there's a certain narrative that's starting to come out, and you'll hear more of it. Which maybe not, I don't know. We'll see. Um. um the powers that be, like you know, the um, the Great Reset, the WEF, like they're losing. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's a narrative that comes out of like, yeah, like, like they're 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 um, confounded, or like, you know, like yeah, like it's failing. What their plans are failing, like um but whatever i whatever the terms
0: are. Sure, sure. I've, I've seen quite a few of this if it's not it is failing it is they they will fail
2: they will fail this and yeah. that and and i just hang my head and i go those are the exact people where i'm where i'm i'm hoping if you think that i'm hoping to reach you to be like don't think that mm. don't be don't be so annoyed don't be so annoyed don't <laughs> Don't be so naive. naive.
1: (laughs) Don't be so annoying.
2: (laughs) Like that. That's that's another little kind of bucket moment, you know. Put put it into a bucket and send it out. Like, um, you know, I've talked about this recently in other places, and I didn't do a good job of it. I never do. Um, (laughs) But you don't like. It's not about Klaus Schwab, man. You know what I mean? It's 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 not about Fauci the Reaper. You know what I mean? It's not about.
0: Trump. It's clearly not about Joe Biden who it's is now Biden. who is now Joe Biden as Bane. Like, what are we? I mean, you know what I
2: mean? like, I just sometimes ugh, you know, it's like someone's like you could be tracking someone, and all of a they're like, and yeah, the you know the whatever, you know, and. Uh, okay. You know, it's like they throw something out the villain, you know, the Wef and I'm like, uh like Yep,
0: yep, yep. Oh no,
2: man, like that that that's not it. Like, you know, they're getting pushed back. I'm like, oh, uh, not really because what what is going to happen? What is going to happen? And this brings us full circle to the whole cyclical thing, right? capital a capital c there's been many antichrists but there will be one who's coming um yeah everyone had their side you know what i mean you had the powers you had the you had the, the axis allies well all that good stuff right okay it's worldwide ladies and gentlemen there hasn't been a country there hasn't been a nation that hasn't been touched by what has come um just the very nature of the way we're living, the very nature of the fact that Cyprian's there in Saipan, we're here doing this, you're hearing my voice. Okay, God can do anything and there could be some real repentance. There's, so here's here's the thing, just to kind of have some fun, right? On the one hand, it's later than you think. Blessed Sarah from Rose, Saint Sarah from Rose, his repose, his anniversary is coming up. It's later than you think right? For sure. Okay? For sure. But the counterbalance to that, because we're looking for balance and tension, is there's still a lot of repenting faithful people in this planet right now. Mm -hmm. Like, for as, you know, as broken and proud and all the stuff that we are here in Kansas City, we're at least trying. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, that's just in kansas city there's plenty elsewhere
3: right now we're still very few right uh
2: one there's a big church here in kansas city a huge church they have on a sunday and just and just on their one campus more than all the orthodox churches in kansas city combined like so we're we're small in number, right? And even like whatever. But it says in the scriptures, fear not little flock for it is the father's goodwill to give you, you know, desire to give you the kingdom. So it's not about numbers. Gideon, if you're reading the Old Testament, Gideon and his, had many men. The Lord said, too many, you know, hey, whoever's gonna drink from the water like a dog, get rid of them. Okay, he whittled the numbers down. God doesn't care about numbers, right? How many apostles were there? 12, and one of them was a betrayer. So it's not about numbers, okay? However, what Andrew shared, all these things, I'll stand by it. What really came of 2020, whatever, I, I know, it's crazy. This is where people are like, okay, Christian, Orthodox Christian with the martyr complex, blah, 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 I'm just telling you spiritually, it was all about the Eucharist. Is all about starting to undermine that. It was all about like getting, like really starting to be like, okay, materialists, you know, like
1: materialists
2: are are the, you know, Soviet living church, like the version of that. That okay, whatever, right? You're gonna start seeing more and more us being pulled out and singled out. We saw it earlier. Remember that. Did we talk about the hit piece that happened a couple months ago on NPR trying to say that um,
0: we did we did briefly.
2: Yeah, we touched on that. Right. That's just a little foretaste of just like how interesting. Right. Talk about
1: us
0: not not the uh, not us three as oh. individuals but Orthodox yeah and they was did, it was saying the right it's saying it's the right-wing extremists are flocking to the Orthodox Church was yeah. basically
2: what they were saying basically oh, I thought we were talking about YouTube well the- YouTube Orthodox channels are dangerous like they That's said when I
1: was too. talking about yeah
2: so so what I'm trying to get at is like if you try to go down that rabbit hole and just think of this as happening just on kind, of, a political sense of what people think you're going to miss it it's a spiritual war because it doesn't make sense none of the things this is why the when you get together with you know people who are living in the darkness and the lies as biden said that's cobra for conspiracy theorists of course right sure but like we can all we can all sit at a table okay you know anarcho capitalist libertarian, like we could sit at the table, we could do that. Biker guy, we could we could do that, right? And we'll jive, we'll jive, we'll jive. You know where we start to diverge long before even talking about Christ. You know, where we start to diverge. We start to diverge about like they are thinking like again, they're getting beat back, man. People yep. aren't buying it, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like. Yeah, hey, they're what? thinking, oh, we're winning. No, we're winning. Can't you see we're winning? Yeah. And it's like mm. we're not winning. <laughs> we're not winning. Um mm. we're not su- we're not supposed to we're win. We're not
0: supposed to win.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's that's it. <laughs> we're, not that's it. To, we're not supposed yeah, we're to not win. We're not right? supposed to win. Um, yeah. so like that that's the other thing is like, and if you if you don't like if you don't like hearing what I'm saying, um you better you better check what you're going to do before you, you know, make the sign of the cross, you know, you better check Mm. who it is that you, that you worship. Mm. I'm just, I'm I'm just telling you. Right. Um,
0: Yeah. 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 That one. It's like, we're not supposed to uh, say, balking at the idea. We're not supposed to win as you make the sign of the cross.
2: Seems a bit
0: uh, confused. Yeah.
2: Like, like, I hope this is one of those moments where people go like, man, father turbo, blah, blah, blah. I hope so maybe not actually it'd be kind of nice if it falls flat because that means that people are listening um let's just be really clear about something when you read the book of revelation and remember it's cyclical because it's, it's happened before it's going to happen again but a final time right who knows when that is i don't know right wink wink nod nod um huh. there the 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 beast will will, will be given authority over that the dragon will be given authority over them, right? Maybe someone could clickety, clickety, bring it up, you know, bring it up, just type in Book of Revelation and they'll be given authority over over, uh, um, over the saints, right? And we'll have the power to, to, to kill them, right? Um, so while Cyprian is looking that up, I just want to throw something out for people to consider, okay? If you think that, and this is Kiliasm, one of my spiritual sons reached out to me today he was talking about, he was reading it, S.M. Kiliasm. If you think that our job here is to inaugurate and have the earthly kingdom, you are part of the problem. You're, you, are, you are going to be cannon fodder and you are going to be set up, just like the evangelical church with their Zionism and all that stuff, you know what I mean? Because... Um, that temporal kingdom. First of all, the, the Christian age is coming to a close, my brothers and my sisters. With the death of the czar, we've already entered into a new time. Let's just be really clear. Mm-hmm. So, the thing that restrains has been pulled. The one who restrains has in many ways been pulled back, and the lawlessness is abounding because Satan is loosed again for a short time. It's already happening. We're already in it. Right um and that's measurable it's measurable there is no more christian rulers there is no more rule of christian law anywhere on this planet okay so if you have this idea that there's that we're going to fight we have this great thing whatever um what a setup because if you're not prepared to have this balance of fighting when it's time to fight and dying when it's time to die both literally and metaphorically what you're being set up is for that type of denial Mm. right it's like i was talking with someone about the rapture one of the one of the biggest things about the rapture is quote unquote these people these sad these sad people who've been duped into believing this false doctrine that they think they're going to escape tribulation right how many people when they begin and first of all Say, tell that to the Russians. Tell that to the Romanians. Tell that to the Arabs. Right? Please. Yeah. Too late. Too Too late. late. Um, (laughs) So, what happens when these people go? Like, what's going on? Why am I not being beamed up, Scotty? Mm
3: -hmm. Well, maybe the whole
2: thing's fake. Like, they—they didn't. They don't have their line. They're—they're not ready to suffer. They're not ready to to be baptized. Into the death of our Lord. Do you, you, do you see where I'm going with this, right?
3: Sure. Yep. Sure. So,
2: this this is the thing. Like, okay, I'm a, I'm gonna tell you something. You being able to take a man's life doesn't mean anything to me. Mm-hmm. It means nothing to me. It doesn't mm-hmm. prove anything to me. You're not tough. You're not scary. You're nothing. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to take a man's life. You know, easy to take it. You know how easy it is to take a man's life.
0: A lot of cowards do it every
2: day. That's right. Um, a lot of cowards when you read the saints of the prison when you read about father george college when you read the prologue that's that's bravery that's mm. most people can't do that, What's right? that? That's, that's what i want to do right most so people- i so, so i have I, forgive me father up. i have
0: revelation here please Thir- uh, so chapter 13 i'll start on verse 4 And they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth and blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations and all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him, whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Like... He he will overpower the saints.
2: Where's your... Where does... Where did your? Where does your band of ragtag, apocalyptic, red dawn, AR-15... Where does that fit in?
0: Well, if you're saints, you lose. So that's the...
2: What do we sing in Pascha, right? Christ is risen from the dead, trampling down no. death by no. death. death. I know, I know, and, and this is part of the thing. You got you got people out there who they they want to talk whatever because they've read some books and they want to spout off like Orthodox theology like it's dogmatic in the sense of like you know systematic blah blah. blah. And and there's a place for that. Don't get me wrong, Pedmonsky, I get all that. What I'm trying to get at is. This thing about it, it, its what we were saying earlier. It's the saints. Like, it's not something that you file away in here. It's like if you don't have it in your heart, you don't have that line. If you're communing with the saints, if you don't—if you don't know what's possible and what isn't, right? This—this this is this is the easiest thing, right? Because the the ones who are going to be counted faithful, they will be slain.
3: So, I
1: was looking at this part, and I think you can... Uh, uh, have you guys ever seen A Bronx Tale with Robert yep. De Niro? Uh, I haven't years
0: ago. Years ago. But
1: there's a clip that... Essentially- is, that,
0: is, that, does that is Matthew Broderick in that too? No idea. Is it Could that be. old? I think it's that old, yeah.
1: But it's basically a story about a, a hardworking father who's raising his son, and that son gets exposed to a, a criminal boss, like a mafia boss um and the sun is torn between the two worlds and i saw a clip from it the other day in this clip of cool moments from a movie on youtube or whatever and um the guy basically comes in and says the hardworking father robert de niro comes in and tells the boss stay away from my son grab his son yanks him out blah 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 and says don't come near my son anymore and they're staying on the alleyway him and his son are having an argument this boy's probably 10 years old i want to say like i said i've never seen the movie and he's basically like the boy's crying. He's like, why can't I hang out with them? He's like, you know, he's like, he's a, you know, he's a good influence. The guy's like, no, that guy's a scumbag, blah, blah, blah. And then the the little boy's like, the working man's a sucker. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, Robert De Niro's character's like, yeah, you think that guy's, like, you guys think that guy's courageous? Like, anybody can do what that guy does. Like, anybody can, anybody can pull the trigger. Anybody can kill someone. Anybody can rob. Anybody can do that. Working man's the courageous one. You think I want to get up every morning? You think I want that's to get right. up every morning and like go to work? Yeah. like, that's real courage. That's real yep. strength. And I was just yep. like, it really resonated with me. So
3: right.
0: yep. um, it's that mundane. It's that mundanity again. Man. To know, to know. Oh, here I go to step into the mundane once again. Yeah. Once again, you know. No, there's. There'll be no rush. There'll be no party. There'll be no celebration. There'll be no s- stories told of my heroism. There's just... I mean,
2: forgive me. I want to be that guy. I, I'm going to try to love my enemies. I know that sounds so crazy. Sure. <laughs> I know that's just the most ridiculous thing ever, but since it's all on the app and he does not love his enemies and not have the grace of God. I mean, I take it seriously. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what our Lord taught. I just... Not trying to be Pollyannish. Not trying to be. I'm just. We're we are affirming that's what that's the litmus, that's the line, and it's the hardest thing in the world. That's why, if everyone could do it, you know, it'd be great. We're grateful the whole world to be saved. But
1: so I think we can end on this, Father, because I don't really have a saint picked out that I could talk about. I'm sure I could. Sure, we could find one. What does loving your enemies look like on like a day to day basis? Like how on a day
2: to day basis, it says in the scripture that. A man's enemies will be of his own household. Mm -hmm. So this gets us back to episode one or two, whatever. I'm just gonna tell you, right? Um, I can't speak for anyone else, right? But I asked my dad, you know, hey dad, me being the naive fool that I am, always have been. um, What do you like better, being a dad or a son? My dad looks at me and says, son. Yeah, you know that made me feel right. This is a repeat, right? I said, just at least I'm consistent, right? Yeah, you know that made me feel right. Uh, so you know what I prefer?
3: Being a oh. father.
2: Yeah, but <laughs> for the first time, let God grant my dad the kingdom. I, I it's like you start you get you start it. getting worn down. I'm like, man, it's yeah. yeah. Like in my bravado, however many episodes, I'm like father, but now I'm just like, you know. I've gotten kicked a couple times um, yeah. you know uh, a man's enemies will often be of his own household, you know and like for me, that household's pretty big. it's you know mm-hmm. biological and spiritual. so like yeah, uh that's that's what it looks like. You know what I mean because if you if you've gotten if you've gotten to a certain point, God bless you. I mean I, there's people who like they've done it perfectly, I have not done it perfectly. So um, I, have, I have had that experience of, you know, it's tough when your own children, be they spiritual or biological, they play the role of the Judas for you. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. You know how hard that is? To still love them. Like every step that they're making, every word that they're uttering, like not only it's, it's just like, you, Father forgive them, they know not what they do you know what I mean you know how hard that is your hand is like Um, shaking
1: because you just want so like Mm
2: -hmm. yeah so so you start there you start there. you know what
0: I mean oh and there's enough there
2: there's enough there there's (laughs) There's a lot there There, there, I mean there there's enough there like (laughs) you know what I mean for so for those who are out there put the stamp on that you know yeah. what I mean? If you want to, yeah. if you want to bypass everything, put the timestamp so on that, that just, one, just yeah. <laughs> and that, you know, there's your episode for the day. Just fast forward <laughs> to this point and then, you know, go have a hand sandwich on me. So uh, <laughs> that, yeah, that, that's, that's what that looks like. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like, I'll tell you guys a story. I was finishing my theological education. Maybe I've said it before. I don't know doesn't matter and uh people have asked me like how did you know like gonna be a priest and blah blah blah." I had all these things I've all these moments whatever but there was this I've had these moments right I'll tell you guys two moments because who cares right um he's now a bishop I think he was just made a bishop at the time um but he was doing pastoral counseling he was talking about the formation of priests and all this stuff and so he was quoting in the gospels about peter do you love me you know lord you know i love you peter do you love me lord you know i love you and all this do you love me right feed my sheep heard it a million times but when he said that it was not his voice and i and i and at that point in my life i had no i had, you know Every man, for honest, every man when he comes in first in, comes into Orthodox Church, he sees the priest, sees the Catholic because yeah, it's it's you since Christ and it's desirable, right? At this point in my life, I had already gone through that phase right of being like, yeah, I want to be a priest, like every guy when he first comes into the church for the first two years, whatever. Okay. I was already past that, right? And when, and when I heard that, I was like,, Ugh. oh man, you know what I mean? oh, man, right? Why am I saying that? Because let me fast forward you, like, whatever, eight years before that set, you know, however long ago that was. And it became so, so clear and so plain to me. I was in the evangelical church my wife and I were in before we like left, the last evangelical church we were at. And it was just this still, small voice, you know, asked me to make you holy. And I just fear, fear,
3: fear. Um,
2: that, That call, and I'm not comparing myself, I'm just saying everyone's had that call. St. Anthony the Great had that call when you heard, go sell all that you have and follow me. Like, there's a call that you get, the teshuva of the Lord, the shepherd, he calls you. And maybe it's for some of these people, this is what I'm trying to say, is they haven't had it yet. They're attracted to the church and that's great. I, I want you here. Everyone wants you here. But if you're here for all these reasons we were always talking about, you need to listen for this call that I'm talking about. And I'm telling you how you recognize it, because it's gonna have it's gonna be terrifying to you. Because it's gonna be your, it's gonna be a beckoning to your death. It's gonna be a beckoning to like to be betrayed,
3: to suffer, to love your enemies, which will often be your household. Right. So this is a mystery and do not enter into it
2: lightly because the one who turns his hand from the plow is not worthy. When you make that commitment, you're in. God help
3: you if you turn back. And
2: yea, though he slayed me, I will still worship him as Job said. This is this is the thing. So what does it mean? To love your enemy and this is what it means. Love your enemy. At least that's what I know now. Mm. That's that's i everyone knows this. Uh, the guy who taught me how to tattoo, he was a white supremacist. I that's easy, you know. Him and his and his gang, they jumped me at a UK sub show. That's easy. That's easy to forgive. Yeah. It's easy to forgive someone who's you know asked you to take the fall and you you go to jail. That that's easy. I've done that too. That's easy to forgive. What's hard to forgive is someone who you've done nothing, to pour yeah. your heart out for, and they yep. just yep. you know, yes, and everyone will have that opportunity. Will they take it?
3: that remains to be seen Hmm. Oh, Amen. Andrew
1: yeah no I mean I was trying to think of um, I was trying to think of a way to tell a story and I don't think I can <laughs> yeah because I
0: think that's a good way to end it
1: yeah no I think that's probably the best way to end it and I think that Anything else would probably be belaboring the point. So yeah. Okay. Um yeah, so we are again back on Spotify. What father?
2: <laughs> if I had a known. If I had a known that the kids that call me Dr. Glass. No. <laughs> <laughs> if if I had a known. Right
3: what would be asked of me, right? I still would have said yes. Mm. That's
2: how I want to end it. If I had a known, if I had a known being a spiritual father and confessor means that you're going to have to be the bad guy in the heel. You're going to have to be. If I had a known that to be a biological father, you're going to have to endure like, the disdain and the hatred and the, the, the loneliness of being a father, of being the mm. one who has to say no. If I had have known, still would have done it because this is the lie of the devil. And this is the lie that the, the abortionists take. This is the lie that the people who have, who are caught in the confusion of they don't like, I, I, who am I, you know, their identity. This, this is the lie that they take that, that it was a mistake God made a mistake. God made mm. no mistakes. God made no mistakes. You just haven't tasted life. Jesus says, I came that they would have life and life more abundantly. You're eating. Mm. You're eating quick trips, 7-Eleven hamburgers, and God's trying to give you steak. Yeah. I still would have done it because the love that I have experienced, have I been betrayed? Absolutely. Have I been hurt? Absolutely.
3: Mm.
2: Am I a human being? I'm not a dispassionate holy elder. Surprise, surprise. Is it still worth it? Oh, man. I mm. I will go to my grave being able to say I have loved. Mm. It's worth it.
3: Man. <laughs>
1: Lord have mercy. Okay. Mm. Well... Hey, guys, we're still on Spotify. so uh, and
0: Oh, and going by merch. Somebody had brought up in the comments that that it was that all of the merch wasn't showing up. I went to look, lo and behold, guess what? It had all vanished as though it had never been put there. All of it. As though it had never, yep, as though our store had never been created, as though all of the items had never been created. I don't know.
2: What does that mean? I
0: don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just, it looked like somebody had just gone in and just whatever the row is in the database. had just been like gone store was still there. All the items gone, all the designs, everything gone, is it... I, but I, I redid them.
1: Okay. I was going to ask.
0: No, it's They're there now, but I just found that. Yeah. That's well, interesting.
3: Par for the course.
1: Par for the right? course. Par for the
3: course.
1: <laughs> Have mercy. Um, okay. Uh, thank you for joining us uh i'm trying to think again yeah i've been trying to get better by answering emails please reach out to us andrew at royalpath.network um we'd love to hear from you um but other than that thank you for having a good night
3: bye